What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. How you guys doing out there? How was your New Year's Eve? Hopefully you had a nice time. We're safe. If you drank too much, it's all right. There's a lot of games going on today. So hopefully you had a nice time. Happy New Year's to you and yours. And uh, hopefully you guys have a nice beginning of the 2021 year. Uh, On today's show, we're going to do a deep dive. It is Deep Dive Friday. So we'll break down the Nuggets and Suns NBA game for tonight. Uh, We'll get right into that. First things first, special thanks to Woos Media. This is, of course, a Woos Media podcast, but Woos Media does much more than simply podcasting. So uh, if you want to start making the most of your online presence, the other great thing that Woos Media does is those uh, ads that kind of follow you around online. Right? You ever search for, you know, whatever it is, patio furniture, and then you got patio furniture ads following you around? Well, that's great for business owners, you know? And if you own a business or know someone who owns a business and you want to start getting some of those ads out there for really, really affordable cost, uh, check them out online, woosmedia.com. That's W-O-O-Z-E media.com. So like I said, on today's show, we're going to talk about the Denver and Phoenix game being played tonight in the NBA. I believe this game is uh, going to tip off at 6 o'clock Pacific, 9 o'clock Eastern, Phoenix at Denver. So let's start off the opening line, which hasn't moved, was Denver minus four. So Denver is a four-point favorite at home. Our starting point for this game, like we do most games, is going to be a simple power rating. We're going to see what my line is and then go from there. Because the steps in in handicapping a game, the first thing you want to do is find out what the line should be. So we all have to have ways of finding out what we think the line is. If you guys don't have your own, which I'm sure a lot of you don't, right? Your own way of predicting this or your own way of coming up with a line, find a website that you trust, you know? I think that... uh, just for basketball, not other sports, but just for basketball, 538.com does a pretty decent job. Uh, so, it's, And you have to actually spell it out. It's not the numbers 538. It's the actual letters 538.com. And then go find their NBA predictions. And they have a, a, a couple different kind, they, they, kinds. They have uh, player-based projections and then ELO projections. And so you can kind of see what 538 thinks the line should be. And again, if you guys don't have a way of coming up with your own lines, I would suggest finding a website or an outlet that gives you lines so you have a nice starting point for some of these games. Uh, Again, 538, good, not great, but it's, you know, if you guys don't have anything yourself, I'd say that's a good place to start. So my line, which obviously for the listeners who have been listening for a while, you guys understand that I come up with this myself. I have my own models, things like that. Uh, But my line is Denver minus two and a half. So immediately I'm seeing about a point and a half difference, but here's how the lines again, they're made. You have to start off with a number. Okay. My number minus two and a half. And then we mitigate. Then we go in and start chopping away. Well, why should we upgrade or downgrade Phoenix? Why should we upgrade or downgrade the uh, Denver nuggets? And so now we have a starting point of Denver minus two and a half, just numbers based. Okay. So let's talk about each of these teams. Uh, Phoenix is probably the surprise team so far in the NBA. I mean, they started off, you know, they, they got the Chris Paul trade done in the offseason and were able to keep a lot of their major pieces. 
and they're living up to the hype. I mean, right now, again, they are the surprise team in the NBA. Their only loss of the season so far was a, a three-point road loss to Sacramento. And then they came back the very next game and beat that same Sacramento team by 16 points. Uh, yeah, they played Sacramento twice in, twice in a row. It was a weird scheduling situation, but either way. You know, Phoenix only lost the season that three-point road loss to Sacramento and followed it up by beating Sacramento by 16. And Chris Paul is really filling that leadership role very well. You know, he's taken a step back. Chris Paul, who used to lead the team in scoring, lead the team in shot attempts, he is now fifth in scoring for Phoenix and first in assists. And when I say Chris Paul used to do this, I'm, of course, referring to his past, what he did on other teams. But since he got to Phoenix, obviously this is going to be a big part of what he's doing here. Not score so much, but assist. Again, fifth in scoring, first in assists on Phoenix. He's got 9.2 assists per game. And he's really allowing Devin Booker, Mikhail Bridges, Cameron Johnson, and Jay Crowder to blossom into who they should be. You know, kind of play at their full potential. And Devin Booker is, I mean, he's on track to be one of the better players in the NBA this year. He's got, what, 20 points, four and a half rebounds, four and a half assists, almost two steals a game. So Phoenix in general, I think they're playing some of the best basketball right now to open the season. We thought they would be playing good, just not this good. So I'm really surprised so far with what the Suns have done. And Denver, on the other hand, you talk about a team who has stark contrast to Phoenix, Denver is a surprise team for the wrong reasons. I mean, they are not starting well at all. A team who went to the Western Conference Finals and kept most of their pieces, this is not a great start for the Denver Nuggets. And it's a lot about their defense. They're one of the worst defensive teams in the entire league. They're allowing 120 points per game. Now, Jamal Murray had a good game against Houston offensively, but he's starting very slow. Michael Porter Jr. may be the only lone bright spot on the Nuggets, and he's actually going to be out for tonight's game with COVID reasons. I don't think he had COVID. I think it's contact tracing, but still, he's not going to play tonight. And he's been a big part of Denver's offense. I think he's third in scoring, second in or third in minutes. Like He's blossomed to be one of their better players, and he's going to be out this game. And I want to make something clear. I still think the Nuggets are one of the best teams in the West, but they're just not playing like it right now. I believe eventually there will be a time, probably sooner than later, where we want to start playing on the Nuggets, where we want to look at play Denver because they'll be undervalued. I just don't know if that's a situation we have tonight. So overall, I still do have Denver rated very high. You know, this isn't an anti-Denver thing, but Phoenix is just playing so well. So let's talk about style now, okay? One of the reasons that people traditionally and historically have liked backing Denver at home is because of the altitude. We all know that. We understand that. Denver, Utah, it's a factored in factor, <laughs> right? Something we, that, the, that the market is very, very knowledgeable with at this point in the history of the sport, right? That the market understands altitude. But one of the reasons people have always traditionally backed the Denver Nuggets playing at home because of altitude. Well, it's because Denver would run. And for a lot of years, the Nuggets had a pace of play that exploited teams who came and played in the mountains. When you play very, very fast, it makes it tough for teams who aren't used to playing fast at altitude. Everything starts compounding on itself. But Denver's not doing that this year. They are 24th in pace of play. 
I mean, Denver's one of the slower teams this year in the NBA. And Phoenix? Oh, Phoenix is dead last. So Phoenix wants to slow it down, and Denver won't be pushing the game into a high tempo. That's a huge plus for Phoenix as well. The big reason why Phoenix would be downgraded this game, and we'll talk about this a little more, but Phoenix is on a back-to-back. Phoenix was in Houston last night, then the Suns come and play in Denver tonight. So back-to-back both games in altitude. But Phoenix, again, they play a style conducive to that. They're not going to run up and down the floor, and neither is Denver. So if the Nuggets are playing their typical style of run-and-gun basketball, tiring teams out, that would have a very different impact on this handicap. They're simply not doing that this year. And again, you look at defense overall, when teams do face Denver slowing it down in the half court, Denver is 29th out of 30th in defensive efficiency. That's according to ESPN. So Denver is second to last in defensive efficiency. Meanwhile, Phoenix is number three in the league. That is a huge discrepancy. And again, the reason Phoenix has a little bit of hate here is because of the back-to-back. And I'll admit that defense is the thing that's most heavily affected in back-to-back situations. But it's not enough to make up this gap of Denver being the second-to-worst defensive efficiency team and Phoenix being third overall. So you start to add these things up, and and you can understand there's a lot of different reasons why I like Phoenix's game. A lot of reasons to think that maybe the four points is offering Phoenix a little bit of value. And again, with my starting line of Denver minus two and a half, it's either Phoenix or pass for me this game. I don't think the Nuggets are the play at all. So let's look at some stats, some overall stats. Phoenix is the number one team in the NBA in terms of scoring defense. They're allowing 97.8 points per game. Denver is 22nd in that stat, allowing 120.3 points per game. Offensively, Denver is number six in the the NBA, scoring 117 points per game. Phoenix is 24th in the NBA, scoring 108.4 points per game. Scoring margin which obviously means the margin in in how many points you're allowing in scoring. Phoenix is number three uh, with a plus 10.6 rating, and Denver's 19th. They are negative three points. Uh, Defensive efficiency, I think we actually already mentioned this. Phoenix number three, Denver number 29. And offensive efficiency, Denver number six, Phoenix number 11. So Phoenix thriving on defense, one of the better defensive teams, but they still score and score Uh, very efficiently, number 11 in terms of offensive efficiency. So overall, I think that Phoenix is a lot better than people think they are and than the market thinks they are. Because right now, I believe that Phoenix could possibly be the team to make the biggest leap this season. And look, the Suns could honestly end up the second or third best team in the West. I think we're still getting a good price with Phoenix. The only reason why you wouldn't want to play Phoenix this game would be the back-to-back situation. And if you go back and look, Phoenix is no better or worse than any other average team on a back-to-back. And if you add up the fact that Phoenix plays very slow this year, they slow things down, they're methodical, they're not playing a Denver team who's going to speed it up, there's not a whole lot of reasons to think that Denver can cover the minus four. I live in Denver, I'm actually a Nuggets fan, but this is not that kind of a situation. So, Given everything we just talked about, my final line, right? My opening line was two and a half. 
my final line is actually Denver minus 2.75. And I just gave a lot of reasons why Phoenix, Phoenix has had a good start to the season and Denver's had a bad start to the season. So you might say, why did you upgrade Denver a quarter of a point after all of that negativity? And the reason is most of the stuff I just talked about is already incorporated in the line. You know, the, the, the scoring stats, the efficiency stats, that's not new. The market understands those stats, right? So it's probably already being incorporated in the final line. Why I'm upgrading Denver just a quarter of a point is the back-to-back. I do think it's worth something. I don't think we should ignore the fact entirely that Phoenix played last night and then they're playing again today in Denver. The reason I'm not upgrading Denver more is because I think that Phoenix still could be one of those teams who is actually underrated and the market's just not rating Phoenix high enough right now. So maybe they're still slow to react on the Suns and we're getting a little bit of value. To be specific, we're getting about 1.25 points of value here. My final line, Denver, minus 2.75, which means we will take the Phoenix Suns plus four in this game. And again, quickly to explain that, if I have my final line of Denver minus 2.75 after going over all the factors and the line is Denver minus four, that means value for Phoenix. If after everything was said and done, I would have had Denver minus four as my line, then it's a no bet because the market is correct. If we think the market is correct, we don't make a bet. And hypothetically speaking, if I were to come up with my line being Denver minus seven, and they're minus four, then that's a bet on the Nuggets. You see how with everything that we just talked about, how bad the Nuggets have started this year, it's about the number, not the team. And let's just face it, you know, if the market didn't have Denver minus seven and had Phoenix minus seven, or excuse me, if the market didn't have Denver minus four and had Phoenix minus four instead, I would like the Denver Nuggets. Because we have Denver minus 2.75. And if the market said, no, we think Phoenix is minus four, that's a huge value play. So again, we're not betting on Phoenix here. We're betting on the line of four because that's incorrect. We don't bet teams, we bet numbers. And right here, the market is overvaluing the Denver Nuggets and undervaluing the Phoenix Suns. Once again, I like the Phoenix Suns plus four tonight in the NBA, but there's a lot of other games today. No matter what you guys have going, whether it's college football, little college basketball, good luck today. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle.